we always like to look at the last quarter of the year and the reason guys it's not something mystical and magical about September through December, but what does happen is people a lot of times at the beginning of the year make the decision that they want to take care of getting some life insurance. They have this gnawing thing in their mind that we really should have some. The year is coming to an end, and what is mystical and magical about some September is by the time the kids have been back in school for a week or two, They've, they've gotten back into a pattern. They've gotten back into a, uh, I, I guess the pattern is the best way to put it. They're just settled back in. So when we contact them, their life is less helter-skelter. Now, what does it take to be successful during this period of time? Um, January hits, and they're already in a routine, so nothing particular. It's a great time to sell insurance. Spring comes, they're out in the yard. They're focused on different things, summer activities. But September, we're back in the last quarter of the year and we're cruising. Uh, so what do we have to have? We need resources. We need people to talk to. And um, what I found over the year is if we will tell our story five times, this comes right out of Frank Betcher's book, five times a day, we can't help but be successful. Lydia and Miguel uh, are classic examples of this. They uh, up, up until recently, we're not in a position to get leads. Uh, Lydia's brother, Raphael, same thing. They figured out a way to be successful to find resources on their own. The leads are a second source of resources. And to give you an idea, the rule of thumb on that is for every $100 an agent invests in leads, that should generate about $1,000 in income. Now, those that become really effective, they'll take those leads and use them to add referrals and make it even more profitable. Barry Clarkson, one of his roommates in college, did not do mortgage protection when they got in the insurance business. Barry went uh, one way, this other guy went another, finding his own prospects, and he did it for 10 years until he had a book of business that was a certain size. He only worked eight uh, clients who were graduating from Virginia Tech helping them get started, you know, when they got their first jobs and so on. After 10 years, his book of business was so big, over the last 30 years, he has just continued selling insurance when they had a baby, selling insurance when they bought a home, selling the, now the children and grandchildren of those clients. Never has worked leads, but just developed a system where he was able to do that. Um, this, and, and when you look at this, this is a business and all business needs things to sell. You know, they need resources. Our resources are prospects. Fortunately, our product to the agent is free. It's insurance. Uh, you know, if you look at a car lot, not only do they need to generate prospects, but they have to find cars to sell. So they've got an expense up front for inventory. The, our business model does not require that. Now, our business model does require more activity. The car lot, on the other hand, they're bringing the prospects in, and on a car lot, uh, those prospects that set foot on their lot cost the car dealership between $100 and $125 apiece to get someone to set foot on that lot. Um, the activity is there is to get people on the lot. Our activity is to find people to talk to, set up appointments, either through leads or through referrals. And... Um, 
Hey, Dick, let me just uh, make a little rabbit trail here. Um, we had uh, a couple of new agents this week give us a call, brand new agents making dials for the first time. Um, what would be your recommendation when you're starting to make dials for the very first time? We've all heard Bill Martin make dials uh, on uh, Equus do live dials, which is an amazing tool. Uh, some of those are recorded. Uh, we've You can hear uh, Rob... Jones make dials if you go to the training center and listen to that. Where might you hear the best uh, uh, phone script for direct mail leads? Um, what would your recommendation be? That's a good point, Connie. Um, I had worked on one over the years. When you're calling direct mail leads, one of the things that you're trying to do is not sound like a telemarketer or a salesperson. And Bill Martin does a great job of that. But you've got to understand Bill Martin is working A-leads. Uh, he does work direct mail and everything, but he's only working A-leads. So when he says, do you remember sending that in or making reference to the letter or making reference to them uh, contacting us, they remember it because it just happened recently. Mm -hmm. When you're calling a bonus lead, and when I say bonus lead, that's going to be a, a B or a C or anything that's not an A-lead. Uh, sometimes it's a few weeks away from when they send it in. Sometimes it's a few months, and many times it's a year or two. So they aren't going to remember that. So asking a question that you're going to get a negative to uh, is not conducive to be successful. So I put together a script that I use for years that works extremely effectively on, on what we refer to bonus leads, direct mail leads that are at least six weeks to two years old. And uh, when you listen to it or you read it, you'll realize I really don't sound like a telemarketer. I'm using verbiage as if something like what a banker would say when I'm trying to get the information. And I, I'm trying my very best not to sound like someone else that may have called them. Mm -hmm. Because if they've had a bad experience with someone that's called them, and I'm glad you brought that up, you know, what they're doing at that point in time, they're relating you to that other person. So you want to sound something different than that. Mm -hmm. I hope that helps. It does, and that can be found on the training hub. That's the first thing you receive from us in the welcome email. And we always, um, we you know, we kind of assume that people are going to that. So if you haven't been there, um, today would be a great place to start. And the second part of this, after you have the resources, is to do the activity that's going to be required to be successful. And what I mean by that is, you know, it is going to take time. If you're brand new, um, getting on the phone is not – you're probably not going to be as effective today as you will be in 30 days. And the purpose in having the bonus leads is to give a, an, an agent an opportunity to practice their skill to get better. David Crocker a couple of weeks ago made the comment he made 51 dials and set 15 appointments. That's the goal. The goal is for us to get you good enough to get your skill set up high enough that you're not making two, three, four hundred dials a week to set 10 or 15 appointments, but that you're going to make 50 to 75 dials a week. You're going to get your 15 appointments. And the only way we get that good is to practice and just do it uh, more frequently. So activity is a very big part of what our system is. I wanted to go one step further today and focus on how we can get more sales. Uh, and one of the ways to do that is to find out what our customer's perspective is 
of mortgage protection or what we do. And for example, you know, when we arrive, you want to convey, I'm prepared to talk about mortgage protection, which is what we discussed on the phone. If you could give me your perspective of mortgage protection, that will allow me to prepare a plan better suited for your situation, your need, and your budget. Why would something like this be important? Well, we, whenever we go to buy something, we have our own agenda. We have our own understanding of what it is, whether it's accurate or not. In our mind, it's, it's the reality. So if the agent understands what their reality, the client's reality is, now they're better prepared to help that client. And once we make that or convey that, you know, um, what their perspective is, then listen and take notes. Now, what do we already know about our clients? All right, so, well, we know that if he or she dies, the family is usually going to lose that home due to foreclosure in 9 to 12 months. That's the reality almost all of our clients are faced with. Now, how many of our clients understand that or know that? Not too many. Uh, we all, what's another thing we know? We realize that they have a major illness, cancer, stroke, or heart attack, and can't work for 6 to 12 months, they're going to lose their home due to foreclosure. Now, can we tell them that? Yes. Is it going to be as effective as if they tell us? No. So the purpose of this is, is to, get, to lead them to realize the, the situation they're in. Um, we also know that they're spending money on their new mortgage, their new home, that um, doesn't, doesn't protect the family. For example, um, who's our competition? I covered this a few weeks ago, but I think it's worth repeating. Our competition and the client thinks and most brand new agent thinks our, our competition are other agents and other insurance companies. No, our competition is the ADT security people. Now, are some neighborhoods, is that necessary? Sure it is, but not in a lot of ours. Um, new furniture for their new house. I mean, they've struggled for years. They've got this house, and they want some new furniture. A Kimlon is a com com competitor of ours. And the addition that they didn't want to pay for in finance for the next 30 years, for example, if they build a new home, a lot of times they don't put the nice deck on the back. That's something they don't want to pay for for 30 years. So they'll get the house, put a gate up so you can't use the sliding door, and next year they'll build that out of their paycheck or something like that. Now, that deck, or if they're buying an existing home, a remodeled kitchen, or painting, or a remodeled bathroom. You get the picture. There's things they want to do, and they are important. But let me ask you this. Um, cable bills are another one, too, that the most expensive cable that they get in the, so that they can use our new flat screen TV. All of these things, guys, are important. But God forbid if something happens to the family, which one of those things is going to make sure the family gets to stay in the house? Now, until that's presented or they come to that conclusion, bless God, those other things are more important than mortgage protection. Why is that? Because they, don't, they didn't buy this house planning to die. They didn't buy this house plan, planning to have a car wreck. You know, they bought this house to enjoy. However, it's our job to help them to view the mortgage in a realistic reality understanding of what's going to happen. Now, what is one other thing 
See, when we find out what their perspective of mortgage protection is, see if their perspective of mortgage protection is another bill they don't need. It doesn't matter if you haven't uncovered that, what you say, how you're going to change their mind. It, because you're just going blah, 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 trying to sell them something else. that they. So if we find out that they view it as another bill they don't, they don't need, let them talk all the way through that. And then I'll give you an idea, some questions we might ask to change that perspective. Uh, another perspective that uh, they may have is it's too expensive. Well, where did they get that? Well, possibly for another agent that was there, and Robert is a master at this, um, of going in and pointing out you know, his, his different cheeseburgers and, and quarter pounders and so on as a way to help them realize they don't need the biggest and best. They just need something. You know, a slice of bread out of the middle of the loaf will keep you from starving to death a lot of times. And um, another perspective they have is they don't qualify. We'll see if we understand that, then we can kind of drill down a little bit to find out, as David Crocker does, how to add an accident policy, you know, to cover the entire mortgage. Maybe a small amount for the burial and then an accident policy because the probability of an accident for somebody that's not healthy in their 30s and 40s is pretty great, you know, of getting hit on by a truck on the interstate. So understanding these things and allowing the elephant in the room to become the elephant in the room, we learn how to deal with it. Uh, how many times have they been told, oh, you just need to go buy a regular life insurance product a 20-year term because it's going to be so much less expensive? Is that true? Yes, it's true. However, what they don't realize is the risk they're putting themselves under when they do blood work because they don't realize if they find something in the blood work through an insurance exam, it's broadcast every life insurance company in the neighbor, uh, in the country. Now, that goes back to why the four tables is so huge. If they really think that buying a 20-year term or just a regular term product from their state farm agent is the better way to go by us understanding and presenting the four tables and letting them know we can do that too if that's the way they want to go. That's why it's so important to master that four tables because it allows us to go in and, and if you're new on the call and you don't know what the four tables is, that's a conversation that we'll have. And that's also in the training hub. It is, and, and a lot of times we'll go over the verbiage uh, to help you with that. Um, another reality or perspective they have is they just want to get a quote so that they can shop around. Guys, that's a reality more than we realize. So the four tables, one, that helps expose the risk to doing that, and two, that's what you've already done for them. So if we understand that's the reality of what they're worried about, we can explain that we have done that for them and how the four tables protects them. You know, most people don't think that 30 or 40 pounds being overweight, I mean, they feel healthy. They don't think that has any impact on what their rates might be. 
Well, it's our job to understand what their perspective is and explain to them. That's why I don't, I've got a generic height and weight chart. I do not use the height and weight chart for simplified issue because it's so forgiving. If we show them that, that becomes their new reality and they think that's okay. State Farm and Allstate Prudential New York Life, when they're sticking them with the needle folks, they don't use our height and weight chart that comes with simplified issue. They're using a uh, well, I will refer to it as a generic height and weight chart. It's the height and weight chart they use for fully underwritten cases. And I never leave the house without one of those. So if I've got somebody that's 40 pounds overweight, I can pull that out and just show them exactly where State Farm or Allstate or another company is going to rate them. That makes the four tables and understanding and explaining that even more valuable to you. Um, they don't understand if they're type 2 diabetes is well controlled. How many times have we had people say, oh, I got a little sugar? You know, the, the doctor makes it sound like it's no big deal. Guys, type 2 diabetes is a big deal, especially if they smoke. You know, I mean, it really, if it's not controlled, can really impact their life. So all of these things, by understanding their perspective, makes our job so much easier, and it allows us to address what's really important to the client. Now, how do we bring people to the point of them seeing the risk they're at and the need and the value of mortgage protection? Well, one of the best ways are questions. See, after we get their perspective, say it's the price is too high. You know, that's their perspective. Well, you know, John and Mary, if nothing happens, you may be right. But have you ever known a family who lost a spouse, either the husband or the wife, due to no fault of their own? You know, a teen texting, David Crocker, I thought, did a great job of that a couple weeks ago. A teen texting and runs a red light. I mean, the person that got hit never intended to die that day. They never intended to have a car wreck, but it happened. Or a drunk driver driving left to center. See, everybody knows someone where that's happened. Well, if something like that happens, they had no control over it, but we need to be in a position to help them be protected against that kind of risk. Um, you know, sometimes somebody's diagnosed with cancer had no symptoms uh, or a sudden heart attack. In many cases, they die from those things, but a lot of times they don't. So that's why understanding the foreclosure protection side of our business is so important. Because what happens if somebody has cancer, stroke, or a heart attack, and they don't get a paycheck for six months to a year while they're battling their disease? Foreclosure's on the way. You know, it's knocking at the door, and it's very difficult to beat cancer when you're in the midst of foreclosure on your home and dealing with finances. It's hard to deal with finances when you're healthy. Mm -hmm. But my gosh, the added stress. So see, these are perspectives that we need to allow them to see. And we do that through a series of questions. And you know, a lot of times I'll approach this of any of these things come out of nowhere and this happens to your family, where would that leave your family? You know, totally, no one in your family has ever had pancreatic cancer and you're diagnosed with pancreatic cancer or lung cancer. You know, Sunday I was talking to a friend at church and his wife was just diagnosed with lung cancer. No one's ever, I mean, it just came out of nowhere. You know, so if that happens, 
we can ask that question, what, how would that leave your family? Where, where would they be left? And, and I always follow that up with the reason I ask, many families decide after they think about this to reallocate some of their money to use it for a product to protect the family in case something comes out of nowhere after them. And a lot of times people, and then you come up with some solutions to that. You know, I've had clients that have taken a lesser cable bill package just to make sure that the family had something in place. Um, you know, if they've got a $200,000 mortgage and you bring that family a check for $50,000, either because of a death or because of a um, foreclosure protection benefit through the living benefits, is that family going to be mad at you? No. If it keeps them in the house or keeps them from losing their home, guys, it's our responsibility and need to help them find ways of, of saving money. Um, one of our agents a number of years ago, if people, if everybody in the family had cell phones, he might suggest that they drop the landline. And uh, he's done that a number of times. He's actually led people to a PNC company that he had that helped save him some money. So there's a lot of different ways where we can be creative and find a way to help them do that, which makes it – we have a, a PNC agent here in town that we've done that for before that I've had Joe call them or they call Joe, and he's been able to save them 600 to to $1,000 a year in their property and casualty business. So it's kind of a good idea for you to get affiliated with somebody like that because Joe's never going to replace my life insurance business. He's not going to do that because he knows he won't get any more referrals from me. But at the same time, I'm adding value to Dick Sylvester. I've taken care of their mortgage protection. I've saved them some money on their property and casualty business. And the story I shared last week, I'm meeting with that client this week when he made the comment that he said, he told his wife, he says, I'll probably die without life insurance because I can't get a hold of Dick Sylvester. And I'm not buying anything from anybody but Dick Sylvester. And somebody told him I'd retired. He was thrilled that I stopped by the house. I didn't have his landline anymore, and I didn't have his cell phone, so I couldn't reach him except by stopping by and doing a door knock. And, guys, I'm going to start pulling files out on my, some of my existing clients and going by and seeing them on a weekly basis. So these are – what is that? That's another way to find resources that we hadn't thought about before. Why am I having to do that? Because I don't have a landline anymore. So we have to be creative and a little bit flexible in that sense or that regard. I'm hoping some of these things today will help. And again, the purpose of this is not to change what our agents think, but to how to change how they think. 